Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. So digging right in, yesterday we talked about fitness as it relates to happiness. And I just want to reiterate that every little bit counts. You can start small. You can start with activities you really enjoy and work your way up from there. And I'll say it's the exact same thing for today's subject. On day three of our week on cultivating more happiness, we're talking about nutrition. Nutrition. I have to say, we have come so far as a society when it comes to food. People have become more aware of pesticides on their fruits and vegetables. People are aware of the benefits of organic foods. For the most part, people are aware of the negative implications of eating processed foods, of eating oil fried foods, of eating sugar, and so on. So in that way, the new generation is very lucky. But let's talk specifically about how nutrition can directly affect our happiness. So short term, certain foods can have a terrible impact impact on your mood. Also, by the way, illness can obviously derail your happiness. And for that reason, I think we'd be doing a major disservice not to discuss the relationship between nutrition and the immune system. Uh, Brian, you still binge eat sugar. Like I've seen you eat an entire jar of gummy bears and wash it down with a dozen cookies and two glasses of milk. This feels like an outright attack. Jacqueline, you are putting me on blast in a way that I am not comfortable with. Okay, like I get it. Sugar tastes good, but it's bad in so many ways. I've heard it said pretty often as of late that sugar will be this generation's cigarettes, which is both crazy to think about and also unnervingly accurate. If you think about the negative health implications of eating sugar, it's now known to be one of the greatest threats in terms of cardiovascular disease. It's really crazy. And added sugar seems to be in everything, by the way. I've never looked at labels or ingredients, but when I started to, I saw how much random stuff companies will hide in their products. Like a bag of organic dried cranberries, 25 grams of added sugar in a handful. That's like a candy bar. They do it to make it taste good, so you keep buying it, but it's terrible for you. And it's everywhere. It's in health foods, it's in protein bars, and you've really got to look out for that added sugar. It's wild, and that goes well beyond sugar. There are so many additives and preservatives packed into everyday foods that are totally unnecessary. You've got to read the ingredients. This is the stuff that's literally fueling our bodies and our brains, and it can poison us just as much as it nourishes us. Yeah, that's totally true. I think I've heard a lot of rules when it comes to dieting, but I think that of everything, I like your 80-20 rule the, the best. It's oh, pretty yeah. simple. No, I, I love doing the 80-20 rule. So the 80-20 rule is just 80% healthy food, 20% let it go. Healthy foods to me are whole foods, foods high in nutrients, no additives. Cooking like that, it doesn't have to be hard. Take the time to learn a few simple dishes, and then once you know how to bake a chicken breast or make a stew, you are golden. And if you make more than you need, then you got another meal covered. It's also way cheaper than eating out. You also can't control what you're eating when you're eating out. You don't know where the meat is from. You don't know if the vegetables are organic, what oils they're using. Right. We really could spend a month on this subject. It's so important and there's really a lot to talk about, but I think that those are some fantastic foundational rules to go by. The 80-20 rule, avoid sugar at all costs, added sugars, the uh, added sugars, natural sugars are a little different, but added sugars you wanna avoid at all costs. Eat whole foods as often as possible, get to know your food, 
read the labels, avoid those random additives and preservatives. All that stuff causes inflammation and it kills your gut bacteria, which damages your body's ability to generate serotonin. Crazy, but 95% of your body's serotonin is made in the gut by your healthy gut bacteria. Which is why fermented foods are so important. It feeds that gut bacteria, things like sauerkraut, kefir, kimchi, pickles, and kombucha. But watch out for the added sugar in kombucha. Also, fatty fish like salmon and sardines are rich in two types of omega-3s, DHA and EPA, which are linked to lower levels of depression. Omega-3s contribute to the fluidity of your brain's cell membrane, which we're learning plays a key role in cell signaling and brain development. A three and a half ounce serving of salmon provides 2,260 milligrams of EPA and DHA. Eating this fish a few times per week would be a fantastic place to start. So one thing I really wanted to squeeze in today, something that really clicked for me, a health professional I really admire explains something in a way I never considered. It's this idea that you get the flu and you retrace your steps. You're trying to figure out who gave it to you, where you got it, but it's really not about that. It's the condition your body is in when it meets the virus. So now when I'm feeling under the weather, I retrace what I've been eating sugar intake, alcohol, my stress levels, my sleep patterns, if I've been exercising, and there's a very clear correlation. That is when Jacqueline's witch's brew comes in. Yeah, when I'm feeling under the weather, I go into this nutrient-dense recovery, and you better believe I am making a stew. That's what works for me because I can just throw stuff into the slow cooker or a pot. I use bone broth or chicken stock base. I'll add healthy fats, so olive oil or ghee butter, salts, herbs, spices. I'll cook some chicken in a pan, throw that in, and then I'll throw all the vegetables in there. I really use everything, and then I'll have leftovers, and I eat that for days. We'll also dose up on vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and medicinal mushrooms like reishi, turkey tail, cordyceps, and lion's mane. Not the hallucinogenic <laughs> mushrooms, the healthy mushrooms. Gosh, that was so quick. That was a ton of information packed into such a small amount of time. We're going to have to do a week on nutrition for sure. Luckily, it's easy for you just to go back and listen again. I forget about that. But yeah, you definitely need a full week to delve into this and we will do that. But it's a great start. If you're not currently doing the things we talked about today and you start doing them, even if it's little by little, you're definitely going to notice a difference. You're going to feel better. And if you can get that gut health up, you get those serotonin levels up, you're going to feel happier. I'd like to leave you with less of a question today and more of a task. If you don't already do it, I would love for you to start checking out the labels on your food, even at home. Check out what's in your fridge and in your cupboard. Get to know your ingredients. Check for those added sugars. If you do that, by the way, and you're surprised by what you find, reach out. We love hearing from you. You can comment or message through our Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. You can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thank you for listening to Grateful Grains. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. We will see you tomorrow for day four of our week on happiness. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.